Take the next step to brand dominance with an investment of only 10 minutes. Only 10 minutes. No matter where you are in the world or what you're doing. 10. This is your next step to a better business and a better brand. Your knowledge and experience is to make your brand the best it can be. It's the 10th Minute Multitask. And here he is, your friend, your host, and the guy you probably just swiped left on. Andrew Young. Hey, welcome to the 10 Minute Multitask. We're going to skip right to it. Uh, you can read more about him uh, on our website, teamabobo.com slash resources. But we have Kevin Mock with us today, who is a language uh, expert, a words expert. And uh, I feel incredibly lucky that we're going to have uh, 10 minutes of his insight. And so Kevin was, uh, you know, we were talking about, you know, how, what kind of tools we can give companies, what kind of tools we can give marketers, brands, uh, to help them form campaign slogans to help them form uh, uh, you know, words, blogs, you know, anything that kind of uh, is, is supposed to help them communicate their, mal- their, their values, their mission, their core values, you know, or like I said, a certain campaign they're, they're, uh, they're launching. And so Kevin, you know, as a words expert, has, has some insight onto some value he's found as being a consumer you know, in terms of using, I know, I think you called it denotation, connotation, yeah. using poetic. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I just wanted to talk a little bit today about the idea of the poetic function of language, right? Um, this idea that we can sort of play with it, the, the funny things that language does to our brain and how this relates to these two ideas of connotation and denotation. Sure, and this is something that, Kevin, you've seen in literature, I mean, throughout history. Yeah, so uh, I'm a graduate student at UC Berkeley. I study classical literature, and uh, I read a lot of literary theory, right? And so there's a literary theorist at one point. His name is Roman Jakobson, um, and he talks about the poetic function of language. And there's a reason that, like, poetry, right, it feels different when you read it than just some sort of other text, whether it be a newspaper or the law or something. And there's, there's something special about poetic language. And we don't always say, like, what it is, but there are certain things that we can sort of locate within, within language that make it poetic and make it sort of fun and, and give it a layer and a texture. Um, and I think that this can be used to sort of deepen the message that is given to um, the people consuming products. And so I want to confirm because you're not telling brands and people to write poems when they're thinking of their slogans and no, their no, campaigns. No. Yeah, no, the poetic function of language doesn't mean that you're writing poetry. It has to do with the sort of subterranean connections between words and ideas and things that connect different little parts of language that we don't think about actively, but that make things um, interesting to listen to, right? And so you listen to a song, and one thing that we expect when we listen to songs is that the song will rhyme, right? But why is that rhyming thing, uh, like, why does that need to happen in songs? And there's something about repeated sounds, like, occurring at the same place in a line that ignites the poetic function, that makes your brain sort of spark off and makes you feel like there's a deeper connection in the language. Sure. And so when you and I were talking earlier, we were talking about, you know, we, we, need, we need to give the listeners some sorts of tools they can use yeah. to kind of come up with some you know, creative concepts for their brand. And sure. then that's when you had introduced uh, the ideas of, of connotation, denotation. Can you break those down a little bit? Yeah, sure. They're actually, they sound kind of complicated, but they're pretty simple, right? The denotation of any given word, a single word, right? Like car, okay? The denotation is what that thing is, right? A car is a vehicle that drives along the road, done. Denotation, what the thing is. Connotation has to do with the wider sort of 
web of associations that you you have when you think about a car, right? So it's going to be different for different people, but we have wider associations that exist within our like cultural con- consciousness, right? So with cars, people think about speeding down the highway, right? They think about status symbols. They think about things that they're able to use their wealth to sort of buy, right? We have all of these other connotations that come with the word of car that has nothing to do with what the physical thing is itself. And so I think one thing that people can do when they're bringing together specifically the language that they use to talk about products and to talk about ideas is to say, okay, words mean something on the surface, they're denotation, but they also have these wider webs that we can use to connect to other things in our world, right? Sure, sure. And so it really is kind of helping brands simplify. In a way, yeah, helping them simplify um, by kind of centering in on the ideas of like what you're really about, what you're doing and why you're doing it. So um, we, we were talking about a slogan earlier, actually. Right, um, and this is exciting because I think that yeah. we're gonna, let's, let's introduce a, a slogan that, that we found to be good. Telling and sort of demonstrating right. the poetic function. And then let's have you break it down and hopefully allow you know, the listeners to kind of apply that sort of concept and skill to, to their story. Sure. So we were talking about Alaris Financial, uh, yeah. a bank that you know, happens to be in Fargo, North Dakota, mm-hmm. you know, among other locations. They have a couple different slogans that, that we were talking about that we really resonated with. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them, you know, banks, uh, one of them, I'll just, I'll just state them, I don't need to explain them. One of them is uh, more listeners than tellers. Okay. Uh, another one, and let's, let's start with that one, break that down yeah, for us. Yeah, right, and so you hear this more listeners than tellers and it's very effective for some reason and you say why is this effective so let's kind of look at it right on the denotative level it gives a very strong message right like um, more listeners than tellers understanding teller as a person who tells one something so if we say we are a bank and we listen more than we tell there's this idea that they are focused on you and listening to what you want rather than telling you what to do right But there's also this layer to it on the connotative level because a teller is both a person who tells someone something, but we have bank tellers, right? People who work at banks. Um, And so there's, there's a layering, there's a doubling in the meaning here that draws it specifically back to the idea that this is a bank, um, that these are the people who are working in the bank, connecting it to the identity of the bank while also connecting it to denotatively the message that they want to send, right? We listen more than we tell, more listeners than tellers. Sure. So the other the, the, that, that same bank has a different um, campaign slogan that they've that they've launched, mm-hmm. uh, which states, uh, "We're all about you, but enough about us." Okay. I mean, how does that how does that break down? You know, using the concept you're talking about today. Yeah, we're all about you, um, but enough about us, right? And so, little things that you don't think about, it both starts with a we and an us. So it kind of makes a circle as like a phrase, right? So it kind of rounds itself out. Um, We to us, right? Um, But the other thing is that it subverts your expectations a little bit, right? So you hear, okay, um, we're all about you. We hear people say this all the time, right? This is sort of a thing that gets thrown around a lot when you're trying to focus on customers, right? But they add on this little extra bit at the end that says, but enough about us, which sort of in the process reveals that all of the other people who are saying, we're all about you, are really talking about themselves. And that Alaris, they've realized that even that is talking too much about themselves and they want to hear about you, right, the customer. And so it's another clever subversion. It doesn't, um, it, it's sort of the, the parallelism between, or the, 
the reversal between the front half and the second half, that's another like level of the poetic function. It doesn't quite fit into connotation denotation, but it's it's playing with language and being playful and being willing to sort of subvert yourself even in mid-sentence. I think it's important that you say that, that it's, it's not so focused on connotation denotation because the first one that we talked about, um, the, uh, the, the slogan with, you know, we're, 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 all, we're all tellers, uh, or we're, we're listeners, not tellers. You know, that one, we have listeners that are thinking, oh, that's you know, obviously aligned with the bank, you know, that's not aligned with my industry, my business, and you're probably having a hard time thinking outside the box on how you can apply these. But we look at the second slogan that we introduced, um, that we resonate with, which is you know what we just said. Uh, we're all about you, but enough about us. I mean, that slogan could literally almost work for any industry, any business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you know, they thought of it essentially. Uh, and you know, so what I'm trying to ask, I guess, is are, yeah. is there a certain uh, kind of uh, strategy, strategy development, or certain skill set that the people listening right now can take away with a pencil and paper and you know start to come up with something really strong like that? using these concepts. Sure. I mean, if we're, we, I think that going back to the connotation denotation thing, this is a place where this is really useful in a way, right? Because we can kind of, you could make a list sort of, or a couple different lists. And on one side, you could have all of the different kind of words or concepts or phrases that if any person on the street heard them, they would think of your industry or they would think of your company or they would, right? So whether it's relating to your product or relating to your services, relating to certain people that work in the industry, like the teller thing, right? So you have this list of like words and phrases and things that will call to mind your industry. And then on the other hand, you think about your values and think about the think about the values and the things that you want to communicate, right? And so you can make those two separate lists and then think about ways that the connotations that exist for each of these, you've just written written down the denotations, right? You're thinking purely denotatively. Think about the wider web of associations that uh, are associated with all of the different words you've you've written down and how you can connect the two sides. How do I connect the sort of identity part, the thing that tells what we do, with the stuff that when people hear it, they will think of our industry or think of our um, our company. And I think that when you can find those places where they overlap, that's where the poetic function starts firing in people's brain and it, it makes them really um, enjoy hearing these things and it makes them more effective. So I think uh, we're going to look forward to hopefully seeing some more uh, poetic slogans and campaigns out there using Hopefully. connotation, denotation, and some of the concepts we talked about today. Yeah, I hope so. We always stick around 10 minutes. Uh, we're driving through Yellowstone National Park right now. This is Kevin Mock. You Hi can there. read more about him. You can uh, read more about this uh, podcast and then see more at teamabovo.com slash resources. This is the 10-Minute Multitask, and we'll see you soon.